Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, delicious descriptions of food, fantastic beings from a magical realm, stew-obsessed dragons, magical doorways, and unique food-based nicknames. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 235, Behind Door Number 1, is fried shrimp and pork cutlet? Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and varying reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode, and for those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. Every episode, I tell you about one or two geek properties, and I tell you the pros and cons about it, if it's worth checking out, or if you should avoid it like the plague. Now, you don't have to agree with anything that me or any of my co-hosts say, but we try to be as lighthearted and as fun as possible, and we give you an even-handed review. Now, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyarkin.com, or you can email me at zanspyarkin.com, that's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. If, you can also message me at Twitter at, at Spyarkin. And pretty much any other social media site, just use Spyrokin, you'll probably find me. And if you have a Nintendo Switch, look up Zan Spyrokin, and maybe we'll play some cool games. Right now, I am totally jamming on LEGO Marvel, having a lot of fun with that. But, again, I digress. I'm just so excited because, well, tomorrow is a very important day for me. It's the anniversary of my birth. I am going to be 36 years old. I know, way old. I've been doing this for way too long, but... I'm excited and happy. It's also the birthday of my co-host, Lethal, who has been on a little bit of hiatus. She's doing pretty good. And I am just, well, I'm in a really good mood. I'm very psyched. I'm also a little bit hungry. Now, the reason for that is something actually really cool and really exciting. But the question is, should I get to that now or should I just draw this out a little bit? Because there's a lot of stuff going on and I'm just really excited because tomorrow I got some cool plans. I am going to watch some really cool anime. I'm going to see the Full Metal Alchemist movie. I may or may not have found it through alternative means, but I'm going to watch that. I'm going to relax. I'm going to eat some awesome food because today, oh man, I'm so hungry. I'm thinking about fried shrimp and lobster. That's what I'm thinking, but we're going to see. I'm going to spend time with my family and loved ones, and, well, it's going to be a good time. So, anyway... I guess you're tired of listening to me talk about food and birthday stuff. So let me get to 
the point you've been waiting for. What is it? The review of this manga that I spun last episode in episode 234 where I reviewed Bloodlat. Because if you remember, I spun that one, that only, the wheel of manga. And it dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a manga by Junpei Inuzuki and illustrated by Takaki Kugatsu. Now this is based off of a light novel, actually an actual web novel that turned into a light novel back in 2013, but it was released as a manga in 2016, still coming out. There's only one volume right now. But here's the crazy part. This manga was not released by a regular publishing company. Now, it was released in Japan by Square Enix, but in the U.S. it is only a digital manga. More importantly, that the person who's releasing it is Crunchyroll. How weird is that? They're actually getting into the manga game specifically. Like, it's only we can get it is through Crunchyroll. There's going to be no physical Tonkabon, which I kind of feel bad about. It's awesome to read it on the Crunchyroll app, but I would have liked to have an actual physical manga. But I digress. And like I said, there's only one volume, and this manga is a fantasy food manga. And this manga I'm talking about is Esekai Shokudo, or... The Restaurant to Another World. Now, if you haven't heard of this series or watched the awesome anime adaptation of this, the whole premise of this manga is that there is a restaurant in the middle of Japan called the Western Restaurant Nakoya. Now, they focus on a lot of Western dishes. They are known to be very good, very relaxed. They've been open for years. Now, from Monday to Friday, they are a normal restaurant. You can go in, you can relax, you can have good food, but they are closed on Saturdays and Sundays. Now, here's the weird part. On Saturdays, there is a door in the basement of the restaurant which opens up. And it opens up a bunch of portals to this one world, and just these doors appear. And all these different creatures and peoples go through the door and they end up in the Nikoya. And they actually order food and they get restaurant food, quality food. So they're from a world which is, we'll say it's true, it's medieval magical fantasy world. So imagine a knight, a bard, a D&D campaign, dwarves, elves, lion creatures, lizard creatures, dragons. They'll just find the door, see it pop up, they'll walk in, and then the owner, the master, says... Welcome to Nikoya. What would you like to eat? And then they eat and they get food. And the thing is, all of these different people who show up, they end up having a favorite dish and every single one of them ends up being nicknamed their favorite dish. The one character is obsessed with croquettes, so his nickname is Croquettes. Another one is obsessed with teriyaki, so his nickname is Teriyaki. Another one is Fried Shrimp. Another one is Mincemeat Cutlet. Tonkatsu, which is pork loin cutlet rice bowl or omelet rice. Or there are so many different nicknames for these characters and all of them are interesting and unique. And every chapter is a different story about one of these characters finding this mysterious door, walking through, and then they interact with the staff. Now, the thing is, the staff isn't just the master, the owner. He has an assistant who stumbled through the door accidentally and she ends up not stealing, but finding some food, eating some, it's like, rice porridge and he ends up hiring her and she's paid 10 silvers for one day's work now in this world 100 coppers is one silver 100 silvers is one gold so it's a lot of money because generally you make 10 coppers in a day so to get 
10 silvers in a day. That's pretty badass. So this girl, her name is Aletta. She's actually a demon. Well, kind of a half demon. She's a demon who has a very, all she has is she has little goat horns. She's very nice, very sweet, and she works there as the waitress. Now, as I said, this whole series is just a bunch of little anecdotal stories. Each one is a standalone story about these individuals entering the restaurant and things happening. Also, before I forget, the recurring character who does show up a lot is the Red Queen. The Red Queen is a dragon who considers the Nicoya her own personal treasure. So she protects it like there's no tomorrow. She's the last customer who comes in and she gets a huge just pot full of her favorite food in the world. And you're probably wondering, what is her, could be a dragon's favorite food in the world? Well, it is beef stew. She loves it. It is her favorite thing in the world. She's over 100,000 years old and she loves this beef stew. And like I said, the Nicoya and their staff are her personal treasures and she makes sure that it is safe. Also, one of her old friends, someone who she knows because she only has six friends, which is another dragon named Kuro, ends up showing up and working at the restaurant too. Reason why she lives in a world, well, her domain is on the moon in this magical world. So she has no money, no nothing. So she works at this restaurant and gets paid in chicken curry. So it's kind of funny. And what can I say? I just, this manga is interesting and unique. The whole series is so interesting because it describes the food so well and they look delectable and delicious. And all the stories are very inventive. I mean, you have one which is about a guy who was stuck on an island for 10 years and he ate curry every Saturday and he ended up like marking every seven days because unfortunately the day of Saturday, Saturday is the only day that this portal to the Nikoi is open so he ends up going there and eats lots and lots and lots of curry then when he's rescued he spends three months getting himself together then he finds another portal because the portals are random and they show up at different locations so he ends up finding it and then he's like I need curry lots of curry because curry is my food because curry rice that's what I need curry rice and he eats all this curry rice so what else can I say about this manga? It is a lot of fun. It is different. It is unique. And as a food manga goes, it is delicious. The foods are drawn so delectably and they're described in such detail. And they're mouth-watering. The images, just hearing about it. And there's food that I don't like that I was reading about. I'm like, I want to eat this right now. Just some of the meats they had was they had a pork loin cutlet, teriyaki, Beef stew, minced meat cutlet, fried shrimp, curry rice, pasta with meat sauce, pasta with naparitan, chocolate parfaits, croquettes, pork cutlet rice bowls, omelet rice, tofu, tofu steak, uh, nauto with pasta, which that sounds horrific, but apparently it's delicious. And there's pudding a la mode and hamburg steak and all these other delicious and yummy foods. And it makes you want to eat and just gorge on this food. And it's so fun. I really do enjoy it. Also, I love the interaction because while it is very standalone stories, a lot of the characters show up in the background. Like you constantly see certain characters fighting with each other. And the agreement is 
that if there is any fighting in the restaurant, the owner will not cook for any of them. So they have to be kind on of their best behavior, but they constantly are arguing over, my food is better than yours. Well, yours is not better. Mine is better. Uh, teriyaki, what's wrong with you? Pork loin is better. No, you're an idiot. Pork loin isn't better. Shrimp is better, or shripe as they call it. They just get into big arguments. One of the final chapters in the Crunchyroll release is them all arguing and getting into huge debates about it. And at one point... These two guys who hate each other in real life. They're both from rival nations and they're constantly arguing about each other's food. They actually agree on their dishes. They're saying, you can't be wrong. This is the best dish you can have. It's only this one. This is the best dish. This is the supreme dish. And they both agree that this dish is the perfect dish to have on bread. And so they're all arguing about bread. They end up making a bunch of sandwiches. (laughs) It's crazy. It's weird. And there's a little bit of action because you do see things going on. You see how certain characters interact. One character was a slave who was a gladiatorial combatant. And he ends up becoming a champion because of the power of pork cutlet rice bowl. So there is violence, but there is a lot of action. There's a lot of comedy and humor in it. And there's a lot of pathos too. There's a lot of just very nurturing and happy moments. And also some sad moments too. You have characters who they're grieving over their life and they see something and it actually makes you feel a little bit whimsical whims not whimsical makes you feel a bit melancholy but in a good way the art style is very unique there are some scenes which are kind of chibi-ish but overall i do enjoy this art style and i think it translates really well into the digital form. I do wish there was a Tankoban. There was an actual paperback version of this. When I was in Japan, I did see the actual paperback version. I wish I picked it up because I would love to have had it even if I have to just read the digital online. Because digital is nice, but I prefer a real book. And I hope that this book gets released, even if it's just light novels. I would love to see this series come into fruition. If you have a chance, definitely check it out. And I'm going to have to give this manga uh, Isekai Shokudo. Our highest rating, which is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't read this now, your brains will freeze, your eyes will swell up, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Zomagustar. And more importantly than that, you'll be super hungry. I highly recommend this manga, and if you have a chance, really check it out. It is totally worth it, and totally worth your time. Now, there's nothing else I could say about this just pimping out, and this is a great early birthday gift for me because I really enjoyed this manga. And I can't wait to see what we're going to do next. Uh, like I said, remember to check out any of our early episodes of www.spyrocon.com And now let's get to the part that so many of you love and are waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The, the- Except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And when number number lands on that's reviewing the next episode of the Spyrocon Manga View because each of the slots has a manga title allocated to it. And we've got some great titles this episode. Besides one about a girl who's wearing a hamster outfit, we have one about a blue cat creature who travels through time through the Anywhere door. And surprisingly, they make these Doriakis out of him. You have one about rugby, and another one which is just about a ninja girl who's weird. So let's spin to reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga View. Number eight. 
So in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a manga about classmates that's very unusual. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Himekishi Ga Classmate. So I guess that's it. I'm kind of excited to see where we go from here because there is so much going on, so much life, so much... I don't want to say chutzpah, but I want to say there's so much to go on. But we're going to see. So anyway, I guess that's it for this episode. I will catch you guys next time. All of you are really awesome. Send me some birthday wishes at zanspirekin.com. See you guys next time. Some